Coming to you from the ugliest building in the Gulch, it's the National Scene Cast, Bachelor in Paradise edition. I am Nancy Floyd. And I'm Stephen Hale. Each week, we're going to check in with Nashville contestants in Paradise. We're going to share a few lessons we've learned, if any, and debrief on four hours of Bachelor in Paradise. If you love what you hear, and why wouldn't you, you should subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and you should rate us on iTunes, and you should leave us happy, pleasant comments. And now, against our better judgment, here we go. Hello, I am Nancy Floyd, editor for In Focus Magazine, a contributor to the scene, and as Stephen Hale likes to remind you every week, a credentialed member of the Bachelor Press Corps. And joining me, as always, is scene staff writer and Bachelor enthusiast Stephen Hale, who is joining us by speakerphone. How's it going, Stephen? It's good, Nancy. I, I'm just, I'm so, last night's episode was so shocking and dramatic, I couldn't even make it into the office this morning, so that's why. You needed I'm to take a, a mental health day? Yeah. That's right. I'm still recovering. Was your emotional tank low or whatever Taylor said last week about that? Yeah, my emotional <laughs> intelligence or something yes. or other. Your emotional intelligence is always kind of hovering just above zero, I think. But That's right. Um, That's right. So let's dive right into it. What was your lesson this week, Stephen? The, this, the main thing I learned last night, it was more of a confirmation than a, than a true lesson because we've suspected this for quite a while now. But um, the what I learned for certain last night is that Dean is weapons grade stupid. I mean, <laughs> this guy, this guy, is, it's a, it's a toxic combination of sort of immature naivety and, and stupidity uh, that is just really blossoming here as we approach the end of paradise. So last night, um, as you know, and as our listeners will be well aware, he, he's just sort of exited this love triangle um, and, and, having gosh i'm getting mixed up was it it was monday the, the, yeah. the two episodes in one week feels like a multiple weeks but on monday night everything came to a head christina his russian lover said that, that we love his russian lover that we love yes yes who i'm a big fan of but who should have left a long time ago right. decided screw you all i'm leaving and he had after he had basically told her i want to be with Dilo. so he should be in the clear now with one girlfriend but he can't help himself and so last night the uh and we'll get to this later but a newer among the new arrivals last night were the twins i'm forgetting their names even right now but it doesn't matter the twins from a past season everyone will know them and they arrive just bent on blowing everything up and so one of them decides she's gonna have Dean. and instead of just going you know what i think you're great but i'm i'm attached i'm with this girl that i'm really interested in all this stuff that he's been saying about how he likes Bilo. He sits there and sort of hems and haws and and talks to her once and says, ah, probably not. And then, then she has to talk to him again. And he's doing all this on television and he's going back and forth and he's sort of being obviously unsure about it. And he just can't seem to stop himself from sort of openly entertaining the possibility of other women. Right. Uh, and there was a moment when I thought that was sort of almost admirably honest. The guy's on bachelor in paradise and he's just being open about the fact that he wants to fool around with everyone. But at a certain point, you're just going to end up alone and not the bachelor. If you keep being this dumb. 
Um, and not to mention, he's not particularly smooth at doing it. He sort of giggles his way through these conversations. And for some reason, all these women continue to look like him, I guess, because of the Nazi haircut and his boyish face. Yeah, the cute face but, helps him. But it makes me think about when he was on Rachel's season and like towards the end, they were having, well, she was trying to have these really serious conversations with him. And I just remember the one episode she was like really kind of wanting to get deep with him about where they were and their future. And he asked her what her he favorite dinosaur it. was. Do you remember that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, he, yeah. he, he just doesn't, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have the emotional intelligence. He doesn't. He Taylor can and, help him. Uh, who knew that that I, I would have previously, I would have thought that that actually would be a strength in this show, but it turns out it's still a flaw. It's still a right. weakness because he's just, just tripping all over himself. Right. And I'm not convinced that this is going to end well for him. Yeah. I feel like this so, season of Bachelor in Paradise is like opposite world. Like everyone that came in that you thought was going to be great is terrible. Everyone that true. came in that was just like random and who are they? Like Kristen, Scallop Fingers, is like the star of the show. I don't, get, I don't get it. Nothing makes sense in Paradise. Paradise is a place where people can be remade, Nancy. It's where, <laughs> it's where hope springs eternal. <laughs> I guess so. So what, what, speaking of, I mean, what, what did you uh, take away well, my lesson for this, this, yeah, my lesson for this week is that the creators of the show are sadistic monsters, and most of this has to do with stuff that wasn't happening on the show. Well, the show itself is proof that they are sadistic monsters because even just this whole social experiment is evil in its own right. But I have been paying far too much attention to uh, Bachelor news that is coming out of <laughs> Twitter and everywhere else. Um, I have just gone down this really dark just rabbit hole here of bachelor and bachelorette contestants. It's pretty much all that Instagram recommends to me now, or people that used to be on the show and, <laughs> and Beagle accounts. Those are the two things. But, um, so I've been following though, Mike Fleiss, who is, I think the creator of the show yeah. has been tweeting and teasing and toying with everyone's emotions for the last, I don't know, week, week and a half about who the next bachelor is going to be. And last week there was this whole thing where good morning America tweeted out that they were going to announce the bachelor the next morning and then they deleted the tweet like 15 minutes later. And and Mike has been tweeting all this stuff like, well, maybe we're going to announce it today. Oh, I, I'm, I'm waiting for confirmation. It's coming tonight. Oh, maybe it'll be during the episode. And meanwhile, I mean, he's the guy that would approve it. I mean, you know, so he tweeted all this stuff about ABC doing these cost-cutting measures and in, implying that maybe The Bachelor was going to be canceled altogether and would another network pick it up and all this stuff. And so Reality Steve, who is like the ultimate authority on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette as anyone who watches this dumb show knows um has been saying all along it's peter peter's going to be the next bachelor and they've known that and they're just toying with us they're doing these online polls to see what people think which then you know last week our theory was that they're grooming wells to be the next bachelor people online love him there's been this whole hashtag wells for bachelor campaign he was top of their all their polls and then last night uh, mike Fleiss tweeted out that Wells was not going to be the bachelor. And then Wells himself confirmed that he wasn't going to be the bachelor. So that theory apparently is dead in the water, but I guess we'll see. I mean, anything's possible, you know, but they keep tweeting. That's true. They keep tweeting that they're like the shocking announcement. And I don't know why, but you know, we all fall for that every season. It's like most controversial. It's historic. It's the most dramatic and it's never dramatic. It's never shocking. Well, so just two things to flag on this. Real quick. The first is that you mentioned that Wells actually himself shot this down. So in a article, The Hollywood Reporter, which I actually have here in front of me, reported, they spoke to Wells, and he said one thing in particular that I just want to point out. 
He said, uh, I'm not the bachelor. No one's asked me to be the bachelor. The internet thinks that I should be the next bachelor because the internet is full of stupid people. Uh, I think that Wells should be applauded for this, actually. this He's not wrong. Um, it's unfortunate for us that we're among the stupid people who were yes. talking about this, but right. he's not wrong that the internet's full of stupid people. The second thing is that I'm very fascinated by this dynamic with Mike Fleiss tweeting out this sort of cryptic stuff because Mike Fleiss, you know, he has a little over 81,000 followers on Twitter, right. which is not nothing, but it's not a massive following either. Sure. But it, but he still, by tweeting this stuff out, it just bubbles up into the sort of mainstream, if that's what you want to call it, entertainment press, who covers every drip and drab of Bachelor News. And so he sort of puts this stuff out into the Twitter swamps, and then eventually, the next thing you know, the Hollywood Reporter is calling Wells Adams to confirm or deny it. Um, so it's sort of an evil genius uh, in a way. It is. But, uh, but yeah, so I guess no Wells, no Wells Bachelor. No Wells Bachelor, which... But we do, which which is sad because it means that the number of Nashville folks in this universe is, is dwindling. But we do have some, some sort of Nashville news uh, <laughs> that, that I want you to share with our listeners, which is that we the Nashville connections of this show keep growing in well, a way. It so, seems so, like... Uh, you saw someone around town. I did. Um, I mean, it's, it seems like if you do in any way follow any of these people or ever see their post on Instagram or Twitter it's like it's like everybody from this these past seasons of the show just hang out and it's like all they do is just fly to each other's cities or something I don't understand how any of this works but there have been a lot of them in Nashville lately a bunch of them were here for the eclipse a bunch of them were here um for that big uh, Danielle hosted a viewing party at South or something anyways but I saw scallop fingers this weekend coming out of Koshan Butcher on Sunday maybe Monday I can't remember what day it was but it was, it was Monday, actually. And then our, one of our other coworkers saw her at Live on the Green the night before, which I was supposed to be at. I actually gave him my tickets, and he saw her with Danielle. So I don't think she lives here. She's just visiting and hanging out with Danielle. But Scallop Fingers has been spotted in the area. And what's your excuse for not talking to her and getting an exclusive <laughs> chat with her? Well, I was still in the car. I saw her from afar, and I didn't want to get out of a moving vehicle and chase her down the street. Well, I kind of wanted to, but my husband would have been really embarrassed. But uh, what are your thoughts about we, the only other really Nashville check-in that we have on the show is is Wells, who is still there, who's still making drinks, who I will say had perhaps the most wise and profound thing to say on the show all week, which isn't actually saying much at all. But when Christina was, you know, back and forth with Dean and she had it out with Dean, she got in a fight with Raven about Dean's behavior and all that, and Wells said to her when she was at the bar, why are you chasing someone who's not chasing you? Or why are you running after someone who's not running after you? Something like that. Yes, why are you fighting someone who's not fighting for you? Not that I wrote it down. It's on my mirror or anything, but... Not that you tattooed it on your arm, but fine. Yeah. Yes. So, but yeah, no, I, I, um, so uh, our listeners may be catching on to this, that I sometimes text you during the show, but you don't watch television live because, uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's a generational thing, I guess. So anyway, so you're never watching when I'm watching, but I did text you to react to this uh, because I thought it was good. And it actually factors into something that is my sort of main takeaway about Wells, uh, even now that we know he's not going to be the bachelor, which is that he, his brand, if you will, is sort of in a perfect place right now. Um, and I think it's actually better for him that he's not going to be the bachelor because he can only go down. I mean, the only thing that can happen for Wells 
is to become the bachelor if he becomes the bachelor it's just that a higher percentage of people start hating him um right. louis ck has this thing where he said that the you know you get to a certain point where sort of everyone that knows about you likes you but then once you get more famous than that all you're doing is increasing the number of people who don't like you because more people are finding out about you and being annoyed by you and i think that wills has sort of hit that point where he's rehabbed his image on Bachelor in Paradise. He's funny. He's like saying this good stuff. He seems like a good dude. He gives a charity kiss to Danielle. He's around. He's got the puppets. He's being funny and making drinks. It can only go down from here. So he should just take the win, go back to DJing, make some appearances, be an influencer or whatever, and ride off into the reality TV sunset. I would like to say that I have disliked Wells all along. So I didn't need to get to know him better to dislike him. I just want to put that out there. But I would have well, enjoyed watching sort of, him. You're sort of committed to disliking him now. I'm, I am. I'm not sure that this is good faith dislike, disliking <laughs> at this point. But It's um, good faith dislike. Don't you, don't you worry about it. Um, okay, so there's really just one more thing to do. Take a moment and say your goodbyes. I'd like to say goodbye to two women who burned brightly uh, uh, like Molotov cocktails in the bachelor sky. Uh, the twins, who we've referred to, the aforementioned twins, who appeared for the first time last night in Paradise and didn't even last the entire episode, which is really something. Um, yeah. But even though I sort of have, I, I find the kind of... Um, the general twin sort of sexual innuendo pretty unseemly uh, for what uh, reasons that I would think would be obvious, but apparently aren't, uh, mainly that they're related. Uh, and some of their discussion uh, in their interviews last night, we may not even be able to repeat on this podcast. We can't. But, um, We're a family with show. All that, well, that's right. This is a family show. But with all that said, they embraced uh, these sort of uh, just bonkers, batshit nature of reality television in a, in a way that I like. They came in, they decided we're going to break up all these couples, we're going to be asking people out, we're going to make a scene, and when it doesn't work for us, they literally announced they were leaving, gave everyone the finger, and just left. <laughs> yeah. And it was just chaos and madness. And I loved it. What I'm not, I'm not watching this show to see people, you know, become a, a loving couple week one and just sort of date for six weeks. Like, like the, I'm the, you know, there's a couple of those now. It's just like, you know, I have Facebook for that. I can watch friends <laughs> from high school, like, slowly become a, a couple. You know, I don't need to tune in for four hours a week to see that. What I need is two people who look disturbingly similar coming on my television and just blowing everything up and being crazy and sort of seeming like they know they're doing that, which is what I like about them, and then leaving quickly. And that's what we got from the twins. So right. thank you and farewell. I like that we're at like the penultimate episode and you still don't actually know anyone's names at this point. God, it's like, you know, they all run together. It's like, <laughs> what were their, what were their names? Do you know the twins' names? Oh man. Uh, hey. Haley is one. Haley and Emily. Yeah, right. I think, I don't know. But Derek and Taylor are the couple that have been together since week one. You Derek also and didn't... Taylor are just obnoxious to me. I mean, I wish them well, but I'm, I'm just not here for that. This is not, to me, this is not the point. You I'm don't fine believe with them in the finding love at the end, but they, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to go this smoothly. I guess is what I'm saying. You don't believe in true love, is what you're saying. No, that's well, right. Well, on that note, um, I too also just want to see people crash and burn on this show. So I am very sad to see Blake go. Blake came in on Monday night, also didn't last an entire episode. 
He uh, is best remembered as the guy who yelled at Waboom. And um, literally, that was all anybody knew about him. He, he asked multiple girls out. They all said no. I mean, they're all stuck essentially on this, like, deserted island. And he's offering them a chance to, like, go to civilization. And they still can't stomach the thought of being with him. Uh, so everyone said no. Eventually, rough. he went out with Scallop Fingers and made out with her, too, actually. Um, but, you know, I, w- I, was, I was sad to see Blake go just because the cringe factor was very high with him. And that's kind of what keeps me tuning in every week. So farewell, Blake. We will miss you. Um, well, that's about it. Next week is the last episode of the show, and it's going to be our last podcast. Do you have any predictions, Stephen, of what's going to happen next week? I, you know what? I don't even know how to predict anything with this show. I mean, it. Um, so I don't think that I do. It, it's like the um, there's too many there's too many variables. Do you think there'll you know, be any I, any proposals? I think so. Um, I think so. I mean, they all but told us there is one on the on the preview last night. I imagine that that was there was some sort of shenanigans going on with the editing there, but it still seems like someone's proposing to someone. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have any predictions just because this, this show just, um, you know, it's like when you light a bottle rocket laying down in the street, like you don't know which direction it's going (laughs) or where it's going to explode. So I just, I have no clue. What about you? But somehow this show has a better success rate than all of the seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I mean, I think every season they've had Bachelor in Paradise, someone has, well, multiple people typically get engaged, but... There's actually, I think, been a wedding every year, which That's is right. bizarre. Well, and, you know, it's interesting because the, the other reality shows have always been this way, too. I mean, there have been multiple survivor couples. There have been, you know, these, some of the other shows. So whenever there's a show that's like not, and this Bachelor in Paradise is a little different because obviously still the goal is to sort of date. But there's something about it that's much more natural. It's, it's a lot more like just being on spring break and meeting someone. And so it's not surprising to me that, actual relationships form from this more than from the bachelor and the bachelorette right well my predictions for next week is that we are not going to get any sort of real explanation about danielle and wells and the state of their relationship and hopefully dean is going to get what's coming to him that's what i'm hoping for so all right well we will be back next week to recap it all thank you so much for calling in steven um, big thanks to our producer steve cavendish and to the nobility who provides all of our music Uh, You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Remember to rate us, leave comments, be friendly, just be positive, and uh, we'll see you next week.